You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time again. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. I am Big Man, and as always joining me is my brother Cooper, Koopa. How you doing? What's going on, brother? You know what a day it is. It's football talk. Oh, yes. Our favorite. Oh, I love this. Oh. It's a great day. Great day. We had an awesome weekend of playoff football in the NFL. Unfortunately, though, college football is no longer with us for this season, as it did end last week on the championship game, which Alabama won, of course. Annihilating. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Ohio State. So, we're going to move on to the NFL playoffs, the divisional round. Let's do it, brother. All right. First up, we have the. We're gonna just break this down by the uh, conference series here. So, first up, we had the Ravens taking on the Bills. Bills winning seventeen to three. The Kansas City Chiefs were taking on those Cleveland Browns in Kansas City, and the Chiefs barely hold on to win twenty-two to seventeen. In the NFC, my Rams unfortunately were eliminated as they took on the Green Bay Packers, losing thirty-eight to eighteen or thirty-two to eighteen. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Saints 30-20. to 20. Tom Brady, bullshit. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what probably could have been Drew Brees' last game. Yeah, it's very sad. That's his last game. So. Yeah, sir. It's a, it's a sad day in the sports world as one of the GOATs it's is now It's been a pleasure done. watching him, that's for sure. He's, he's one, of the, one of the greats. Yep. All right, man. So let's go ahead and talk about some notes that we have from around the league and we're going to start oh, yeah. with that NFL coaching carousel ah, yeah. as it was going all crazy last week. Well, let's do it brother. The first domino fell in the coaching carousel as the Jacksonville Jaguars hired former Ohio State head coach Urban Meyer to be their new head coach. Not long after that it was anou- that was announced the Jets had announced that they had hired former defensive coordinator for the 49ers Robert Sala to be their head coach. The Atlanta Falcons were next when they announced Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith as their head coach. No relation <laughs> to me. On Sunday, it was announced that the Chargers had hired Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley as their head coach. Why did he have to leave us after one year? Punk. It's a sad day. It was all sad for me on Sunday. 
Lost, I mean, Saturday, lost my quarter. Lost, team lost, and then we lost for D.C. And then the Lions were finalizing a deal shortly after the Saints lost to the Buccaneers with Saints assistant head coach Dan Campbell, who was the interim head coach for the Dolphins a few years back. And that now only leaves the Eagles and Texans as the only team still needing a head coach at this point. Koopa, your thoughts on the coaching carousel thus far and the two remaining teams and what they might be doing? Well, I mean, as far as the Rams go, dude, I mean, this might be a good thing for you. I know you're upset about it, but I know how much you hate that 3-4 defense. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> We're probably going to hire someone who runs a 3-4. I hope not. You know, you and I both know we love the 4-3. Oh, we do um, run that. We love that base package a lot better, yes. Yeah, uh, as far as Urban Meyer goes, dude, that's that's great news for Jacksonville. Uh, great news for Florida, especially, mm. you know, he, he also coached Ford at one time, yeah, so coach the Gators, it's yes. it's gonna be really cool to see him back in Florida. So it'll be nice to see what he can do. Maybe he can, you know, at least at the very least make Jacksonville, you know, playoff contenders. Back to Rebel and see at least yeah. for the for the, at least the bare minimum. So we'll see what happens with it. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, and. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, the uh, I think probably one of the most interesting hires was the uh, Jets picking up defensive coordinator Robert Sala from the 49ers. Sala, though, was a hot commodity for a lot of teams. Um, Jets got to find something, man, because they went defensive coordinator um, a few years ago with Todd Bowles. Then they didn't like how that was going, even though Todd Bowles was doing pretty decent. Not great, but decent. Went offensive coordinator with uh, Adam Gase this last time to be their head coach. And that was just, wow, awful. And now they're going back to defense. So they're trying to find something that works for them. And maybe uh, Sala might be the guy for them. Um, Atlanta had been running um, defensive coordinators for their head coaching spot for a while. Um, Dan Quinn was the latest one. Going offensive coordinators actually uh, going to be an interesting take on see what they actually end up doing for uh, Matt Ryan, who's got two years left on his contract. Uh, the rumors are that the team might try to figure out a way to either move on or at least draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft, which we'll talk about later. Um, Staley going to the Chargers was an interesting because I thought they were going to try to go for another uh, more offensive-minded guy, as in Eric Bieniemy or even um, Brian Dable, both uh, though who face each other this weekend, um, this coming weekend in the AFC title game. So that was interesting to see that uh, they went with defense rather than an offensive guy to help further uh, elevate uh, Justin Herbert, who we both love from Oregon. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's nice to actually see Denny Campbell get a job uh, where he was. He did seem to like bring the team together very well for um, the Dolphins a few years back when he was the interim. So uh, him getting a finally an actual chance to be a head coach is actually a great thing for the Lions to give him that opportunity. And as for the Eagles and Texans, <laughs> Texans need to do something smart because they're about to really piss off their quarterback. So that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. And, of course, the Eagles just need to figure out what they're doing with their quarterback situation too. So it's going to be all sorts of fun this offseason. And it looks like your quarterback situation may be in question. We'll get to them um, a little bit later when we talk about that. Uh, it's not going to be today. We've got a few episodes to go before we actually start talking about my team because they were 
further down in the draft. So we'll cover, we're covering everybody right now for the first round in draft order, starting from top top of the draft to the bottom. Towards we're going towards the bottom, so we'll talk about that eventually. Oh yeah. Um, of course, because not everybody's drafting in the first round. Because my team had to trade for Patrick Ramsey, though giving up the twenty fifth overall pick for Jalen Ramsey. And the first round pick uh, last year, I'm okay with. Did you say Patrick Ramsey? Did I? I meant Jalen. I think you said Patrick, bro. Ah, because I saw Patrick Mahomes here, <laughs> who we're about to talk about. And uh, Patrick Ramsey, isn't he I'm an like, actor? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Isn't Patrick Ramsey an actor? I have no clue. Ah, who cares? Uh, anyways, let's talk about that other Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> that I was trying to talk about. Apparently. Let's do it. All right, so the Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes left the game against the Browns early after suffering a concussion from a hard hit that he took. His status remains uncertain for the ASC Championship game next Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Chad Henney came in relief for Mahomes and kept the team afloat. The defense really stepped up their game for the Chiefs as they managed to hold on and win 22-17 over the Browns. If Mahomes is a no-go next week, it doesn't look good for the Chiefs and their chances on repeating a Super Bowl chance. Cooper, your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes possibly missing the AFC title game next week? Yikes, brother. This is not good for the Chiefs. Mm-mm. Not good for the Chiefs at all because, yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to see a repeat, to be honest. I did because, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just, he's just one of them guys, dude, that's just, I know I talked a lot of crap about him last year. Right. But he proved me wrong, and I really enjoy his game, dude. So it really is going to be interesting to see what happens with his game next week. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting. Unfortunately, that hit. Um, it, it, was a, it was a hard hit to say, of course, because being hit, being tackled in the NFL is never easy. It's never taking an easy hit, but... I mean, it literally looked like the linebacker did a running bulldog on him, hooked his head, and then drug him over as he rolled over the top. I'm like, dude, that guy just messed up Mahomes' neck, man. Maybe he'll be facing some... Uh, he, pro- he better be facing some sort of fine this some week. fine? He yeah. should, because that was, that was really actually an uncalled for uh, uh, maneuver for tackling Mahomes. Um, he wasn't penalized, but it just seemed a little too excessive. Uh, of course, you know, someone would have done that to Tom Brady. Every ref on the field and all the fans would have thrown flags out on that. So, just yeah. saying. Preference <laughs> lies in the beholder of the supposed goat. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of goats, let's talk about Drew Brees. <laughs> Definitely. Is this the official end of Drew Brees? In what was possibly his last game, Drew Brees went out with a whimper as he finished 19-34 to for 134 yards a touchdown, and three interceptions. The team as a whole just looked out of sorts in this game, but the fact that Brees had such a poor game really was disheartening. To see one of the best QBs to ever play the game go out in the way in this way is like, and likely his last game and just look like a shell of his former self was hard to watch. The game will never be the same without Drew Brees, but hopefully the organization can make smart decisions for the quarterback position and not slide back into obscurity. Cooper, your thoughts on Drew Brees? Pretty much almost an end of an era. Oh, man. This is just crazy. We've, we've watched him from the get-go pretty much. And uh, to watch yeah. a, a, such a, a great man go through 
the adversities that he's been through in life as well, you know, I mean, losing his mother to suicide and, you know, going through everything he did with the hurricanes and all that stuff, you know, he... It's a terrible shoulder injury that... His shoulder injury, I mean... People thought he wasn't ever going to recover for properly, which... The Miami Dolphins team brass was probably still kicking themselves to this day. But what I love is that he goes to the Saints and Mm. he proves the Chargers wrong. Yeah, that was fantastic. So, you know, to me, I I wish he would come back for one more year just so he could beat freaking Tom Brady's whatever records because, honestly, as a whole, he is a better quarterback. Yeah. So... I mean, I agree with that. that that's just, I mean, you you look at his percentage as far as passing and all that goes. Mm-hmm. Better than better than Tom Brady. Absolutely. So, it's gonna be sad to see to see him go. I really hope he comes back for at least one more year, but we will see what happens. And yes, the Saints really do need to think about what they're doing as far as quarterback goes in the future because Jalen Ramsey. I mean, not Jalen Ramsey. What am I saying? Jameis Winston? Nah, that's not your guy. All right. Not your guy, I'm telling you. And I don't think Taysom Hill is either. Yeah. Whether they want to admit to it or not, Taysom Hill is not a is not a proper quarterback. He's he's a uh, gadget guy. He's not really a he, he, he's a good he's a good backup, but he's not he's not, not the guy. Yeah, he's not the guy. So All right. We'll see what happens with it. Yes, sir. All right, man. We're going to move on to talk about some off-season stuff that we have coming up this year. First off, we're going to start with the draft order and talk about each team that way. First up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. As we already discussed, the team did hire Urban Meyer to be their head coach. The team has many needs, but more than likely, they'll get their QB of the future. Barring some some sort of bizarre thinking by Meyer and the organization, Trevor Lawrence should be the top pick. The team picks again at 25 from the trade with the Rams that we talked about a little bit ago that landed Ramsey in L.A. That pick should have landed them should land them either an offensive lineman to help solidify that line or protect and protect their new asset at quarterback. Cooper, your thoughts on the Jaguars and what they could do with those two picks? Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I, I agree with you on that. They are definitely going for a quarterback, mm-hmm. and they definitely need some protection. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, it should, it, it should be Lawrence. I don't see... I mean, I can kind of get it. Fields yeah, went he, to Ohio State. Yeah. Urban Meyer, even though Urban Meyer wasn't the coach um, for Fields, he he was still a consultant, and I heard he helped get Fields to Ohio State after he transferred from Georgia. So uh, he knows about him, and but from also what I've heard, he's enamored with uh, Trevor Lawrence too. So. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, only time will tell when it comes to April. So, And, I mean, hey, man, finally Florida's going to have, you know, I know we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got Tom Brady. Who cares about them? They got them? Tom Brady. So <laughs> Who cares about them? Jacksonville finally going to be legitimate. All right. All right, man, next up, the New York Jets. The Jets lost out on the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes possibly and possibly. I still say possibly because you never know if. The Jaguars decide like, to go my, a fields. Yeah. You can still get him, but but they will need to make a decision on whether Sam Darnold is still their quarterback or if it's time to cut bait and get one of the top three remaining quarterbacks. 
Darnold did show improvement over the last quarter of the season, but the question will be whether or not new head coach Robert Salia believes him to be the better option over Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or Trey Lance. Or if by some off chance, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> if they choose to keep Darnold at least another year, uh, look for the team to either draft Penesuel, which will give them two young book and tackles to protect Darnold. The team drafted uh, Mekai Becton last year or dra- draft a top receiver. The team will... Uh, if the team keeps Darnold, they could trade back, of course, and also pick up some more draft picks from a QB needy team and still select a talented pass catcher or tackle. Cooper, your thoughts on what the Jets need to do on this in this draft? Shoot, sure, man. I don't even know what they need to do. They need a lot. But mm. I don't think we can totally pin it on Sam Darnold because, like you said, he's, he was doing better in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And honestly... If you ain't got protection, there ain't shit you can do. Right. So, um, yeah, they he needs more protection if they're gonna keep him. Uh, that's if they're gonna keep him. If if they keep him, maybe they'll try and go after you know Devontae Smith. They could. That's an yeah. option. Uh, but like I said, I, I honestly, if I'm them, if I keep Donald, I I pick Sewell. Uh, Sewell. And and either have him at right tackle or move Beckton over to right tackle, and you got two tackles who should be able to keep him upright. And then, then after that, then I would work because they do have another pick in this draft in the first round where yeah. they could get they can still get good receipt quality receivers uh, later on in the draft. Not necessarily having to pick Devonte Smith at number two. Like I said, I would just get another tight. I'm not tight and tackle to help. Uh, I mean, two young bookend tackles. Would just make this team um, hard to get to Darnold. Plus, then if it doesn't work out for Darnold, then you try to get a quarterback next year, and you got two bookend tackles that will protect that quarterback. So, you yeah, know, who's that, dude? So we'll see what happens with this. But, but really, I, to me, I really don't know what to say about the Jets. Kind of what, like they're not in the um, the same boat that. That I see jet, the Jaguars sitting there. True. So. All right, man. So, picking third overall are the Miami Dolphins via a trade from the Houston Texans. This was the uh, Laramie Tunsil trade that resulted in the Dolphins having this pick. Miami is in an interesting situation. They drafted Tua Tagovailoa last year, fifth overall. And there have been reports in, Miami, in the Miami Herald that some of his teammates wonder if Tua is the answer at quarterback. And some were upset that the team actually benched Ryan Fitzpatrick as they believe Fitzpatrick gave the team the best opportunity to win. Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson also wants to be traded and is believed Miami is one of his preferred destinations because Watson does have a no-trade clause. One of the first people to ever get a no-trade clause in NFL history. So Miami needs to decide whether Tua is the answer at quarterback moving forward. They could easily draft a quarterback at three. They could try and trade for Watson by moving Tua and some picks. Or they can stick with Tua and either get him Penesuel if he's still available or another talented pass-catching target in the likes of his former Alabama teammate, Devontae Smith. Cooper, your thoughts on what Miami should do with that third pick and their possible quarterback conundrum? Uh, Fitzpatrick. (laughs) What can I say about him? He's a good quarterback. But my real question is, if he's the guy... How come he's moving around so much to different teams? Right. That is one thing you got to think about. And the fact that Tua 
You want to you want to get all over two after one season? Yeah, not even a full season. Only not even like a full nine season. games. So I say the Dolphins they'd be smart to go after Devontae Smith. Yeah, I I agree with that actually. Um, because you know Tua already knows him. Mm-hmm. He knows his speed. He knows. And that's that's the thing when a quarterback knows a receiver, right? Ooh, yeah, it's that's a hard combination to beat, man. Um, especially with someone uh, as talented as Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith is, uh, and you know he does have that connection with him, uh, being former teammates. I say I say give to another shot because yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's totally him. I think also, too, he's coming on to a season where, you know, you didn't get the proper training you needed because mm-hmm. this COVID crap going around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, usually before the season starts, you have mini camps, you have all sorts of things going on that helps you get ready for the season. And we didn't have that this year. Nope. So you could sit there and say all you want. Oh, two is not the guy. But you know what? He's a rookie. Yeah. And it's it's not his fault. Absolutely not. And I think that Fitzpatrick, he's a great quarterback, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's necessarily the guy. Right. So. Yeah. But I can understand where his teammates come from. They weren't actually like it's not like they were losing a lot of games. I mean, they were five hundred when Tua took over, but they had won their like two straight at that point and seemed to be connecting. You know what I really but, hate the most is guys are so quick to freaking give it to the quarterback. Oh, it's the quarterback's fault. No, right. there's plenty of people on the team you can blame it on. So. Well, it's that old saying, you know, and it goes through coaches as well. It, it's coach and quarterback. If they lose, it's either the coach or the quarterback's fault. If they win, they had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Except if it's Tom Brady. Yeah. Then it's all Tom Brady. Yeah, <laughs> except when they lose, it's definitely not Tom's fault. Just ask Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, and finally, we picking fourth overall are the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons themselves are in question on both sides of the ball. Offensively, it needs to be determined whether Matt Ryan is still the answer moving forward, and if not, is he tradable? That tradable part will be tough as Matt Ryan comes with a hefty cap hit. The team could keep Matt Ryan and still draft a rookie to sit behind him. Uh, Matt Ryan is a pro and would be a good leader to learn from for any rookie quarterback. Defensively, this team was struggling to stop anyone when they had a lead, even big leads. First team in NFL history to give up 15 points or more in the fourth quarter. Leads. And lose. Yuck. They could use a shutdown corner and some linebacker help. If they decide to ride with Matt Ryan and may not want a rookie at this time, they still... The team is still in prime position to possibly trade down and accumulate more picks. Stupid computer. If there's still some good QBs left by the time they pick. Cooper, your thoughts on what Atlanta needs to do to start becoming a little bit more relevant uh, again. Yeah, that, that's a little iffy with the quarterback situation. But I've always believed and been a firm believer in that defense wins championships. Oh, yeah. Defense wins games. So they need to go on the defensive side of this aspect. Let Matt Ryan finish out his contract. What, he's got like two years left? Yes, sir. So let him finish it out, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll see what happens. Because, I mean, I mean, what, you're going to have, what, two more losing seasons maybe? 
Maybe. Yeah. And, and and then think about it. They continue to lose the next couple seasons. I know as a fan you don't want to see your team lose. Right. But think about the draft picks. Yeah. Think about it. And necessarily you could even just go ahead and let him finish up the contract. You could actually draft a replacement quarterback next year. Let him sit behind Matt Ryan for a year. And then let the rookie take over after Matt Ryan's contract is over the following season. There you go. And then you've got somebody like Matt Ryan also helping him out. So Yeah, because Matt Ryan is, an, is a pro's pro. He ain't going to be all like, oh my god, I can't believe you drafted my replacement. How dare you? Yeah. He's going to be like, hey man, whatever you need, I'm here. Ask me anything. I'll try to help you out as best I can. Because yeah, that's how Matt Ryan is. He's he's always been a, a team player, that's for sure. Yeah, he's always been about team first. All right, man, that will do it for us for football talk. Uh, we will be back, of course, Saturday with more wrestling talk. It is the final weekend this weekend before Royal Rumble. Oh, yes. yes, baby. Of course, that means we do actually have technically have two episodes before the Rumble because Rumbles are on Sundays. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. So we, so we actually won't give you the recap for the Rumble until February because it's on the thirty first. My right? God, that's so I, weird. I am so it's so weird that they've gone this long without a pay per view. I know. It's I'm like, like, what is going on here? Because we're used to it like every three weeks, maybe sometimes even two weeks. Yeah. It's like, wait, didn't we just have a pay per view like two weeks ago? Oh my God, we did. <laughs> Yeah, the lackluster for it because the WWE Network is pretty bad now. Um, I, I enjoy the network, but at the same time, I remember being a little kid, mm-hmm. and you know your your parents spending maybe sixty dollars for say WrestleMania eighteen. Right. You got to see Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Right. Dude. Great stuff, right? That that was awesome. But nowadays, people, you know, you pay $10 a month, you get pretty much it all. Yeah, all of them. So, anyone you want. And then I think that's too where it's like, it's a little lackluster because even in the pay-per-views, they don't put out like they used to. No. So. They don't. And then, of course, Sunday, next Sunday, we'll have more basketball talk. And then, of course, the following Tuesday, we'll be previewing the Super Bowl. Yes, baby. After we get the uh, winners from the AFC and NFC Championship games. Oh, uh, well, let's let's go ahead and throw out our predictions right now, Cooper. Who you got representing the AFC first? Bills, Chiefs. Who you got? If Patrick Mahomes is in, mm-hmm. Chiefs. He's not Bills. All right. And representing the NFC, I swear to God, you say Buccaneers, I'm just going to punch you. I said I'm punching uh, you. <laughs> Packers. Uh, Packers. Uh, Packers. Yeah, but we're, we're in Florida, bro. I mean, it'd be nice to Packers. see a Florida team. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> I'm going to do it on the TikTok. I'm punching you on the TikTok. <laughs> I know you hate Tom Brady, but I... Packers. Packers. Packers Chiefs or Packers Bills. Depending on if Mahomes plays or not. We'll see what happens, dude. Um, Not totally going to get my full-on answer on that one. Traitor. (laughs) Traitor. How dare you defy me. Anyways. Traitor. Anyways, here we go. All right, man, so that will do it for... 
for now. We'll see. Well, I guess we won't actually see you guys, but we'll talk to you guys on Saturday for Wrestling Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.